I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I take you for a ride on the devil's ship. I take you for a ride where you sink or swim. Now come with me and let this story begin. Guido Grasso. Hey. Welcome back. Great to be here. I know to be alive. You're calmer now. I am a lot calmer. That's correct. For people who don't know, Guido Grasso, every Thursday on this very network, The Intellectuals with Poseidon, who is currently on the board. Hey, Poseidon. Intellectuals. <laughs> Intellect. We, um, we, we, after some, after some research, Poseidon and I have concluded um, that we found a solution to the crisis in the Middle East. Which one of the many crises is? Well, uh, in a nutshell, uh, we, we figured out how the, uh, the Jews and the Palestinians can get along. Interesting. Yeah. And this will be on the next episode of The Intellectuals? Next episode of The Intellectuals, we will open with that. <sighs> I'm in for a circus, aren't I? Yes. yes you'll, uh, you'll, you might agree. Just so the restaurant's up and running. Yes, my restaurant, Sapori di Napoli, if anybody would like... Uh, on Dude Man. On Dude Man. Uh, if anybody would like uh, a slice of pizza, come see me. You know that I've been running around there almost every day? <laughs> yeah, Fantelis uh, has been jogging. Yeah. And, uh, it's pronounced jogging, but yeah. He, he does not live anywhere close to that restaurant. <laughs> Just give you an idea of the amount of miles uh, under this guy's running shoes. I got, I got to lose some weight. Well, you keep looking for it, you'll find it eventually. <laughs> and I got to lose some weight, so I'm running up there. And it's, dude, it, I find that it's a lot of fun. I, I get better and better. My lungs have more capacity to them. I used to go one block in the beginning. It was hurting my knees, my lungs, everything. Now I do my whole circuit. I don't have to stop. This might, um, you might not like what I'm about to say, but uh, you do recall I, uh, a couple of years ago, I was a lot thinner than this. Yes, About yes, 40 yes. pounds thinner. Yeah. And I kept it off for a very long time. And, uh, it really is 97.2% what you put in your body. I know. I know. Uh, it, um, wh- the way I did it, which I'm not doing now, I just ate Greek food. I had pita bread. But uh, Welcome to the club. Yes. Um, you must give up all starches and all sugar. If Starch will turn into sugar. Uh, if you uh, don't move. So if, if you're you saying eat, no rice, no potato, no bread, no chunger, is what you're saying. No chocolates. Nothing. Not even on a cheat day. Cheat days suck because what's going to happen is when you eat sugar, it just makes you want more sugar. So it'll just make it more difficult. You're right. When I was, when I was in really strict, my diet consisted of a cheat day would be blueberries. That would be. I want to tell you that you're wrong, but you know what? You're 150% right. I mean, I'm, I was living proof. Yeah. I, I did it. Right now, the, I, I eat toast, I eat bread, I eat potatoes, and uh, look at me. Well, that was when I lost the most weight, right? When yeah. I wasn't even working out. Yeah, it I really lost them because I just stopped. I was the only thing that wasn't normal to me that I started eating was uh, protein shakes. And that was fine. That, that worked for me. That yeah, was the only thing that was not. The rest was all meat, water. The only way I would cheat would be that my coffee would have some milk or cream. That would be it. Um, but that was not bad. I would, was eat, not bad I I would lose. eat a whole wheel of brie cheese. 
I would have that with roasted nuts and prunes. That's that delicious. Because, you know, the, the sweet and the savory. That's what I would eat. And I, would, I used to be able to cross my legs. I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh, you can't cross. I can cross my legs. I can't, no, I'm crushing my balls right now. I can't oh, cross but, my legs. But wait, you mean cross it in I that to, in fucking the, in a faggy European yeah. way? I used to yeah. be able to cross over and even. I used, yeah. If yeah. I stay in Greece long enough, I'll be able to do that, but I don't want that. No, I don't want to be that guy. You mean you have to apply grease to your legs to do that? <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. But I would hate it in Greece. I, sometimes I would question that. Like, why are you sitting like that? I um, The guy's like. And he yeah, has this yeah, fucking, exactly. It's like. Yeah, and that guy's job is just sitting there. That's yeah. what he does. Official. The government pays you. Um, you know, what, um, in, at the restaurant, what I do is I put on the TV um, walking tours. They're great. You type in uh, Rome, Italy walking tour. Oh, you just watch them go around. And it's, they have Montreal. And today, I actually put on Mykonos. I was having a meeting with our friend Poseidon. And it was amazing to see it fucking empty. People wearing masks. And this is Mykonos. They're, they're 95% of their income comes from tourism. Empty. How do these places do it? Amalfi Coast, uh, Mykonos, Santorini. Empty. Yeah. What are they going to do? Well, it's going to open up again. They're, they're... But how did they live? Okay. Well, back in the day, I don't know how it was uh, recently. But back in the day, I remember in Crete, the all the restaurants that I liked that I would go to, they would tell me, I go like, so it's all year. They go, no, it's not all year. We have about four to six months, normally four big months. And then they have downtime where the locals actually enjoy the time. No, the, most of the places I went to said were closed the rest of the year. We make enough money to chill the rest of the year. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, they're more, during peak, like August, oh, morning it, till night, they're working. Jammed, yeah. They're working morning till night. They're, they're probably working like dogs and then they, they, they can't take it by September or October. I think by September, maybe some Germans show up and then it's over. But um, they say the best time to visit Capri and Positano and all that stuff is actually off-season. Yeah. Because that's when the locals actually have a smile on their the face. The fall. The yeah. fall is good. Yeah. Well, that's because the weather is not, not I'm going to die hot. Yeah, yeah. It's I, a little, I like, I like a breeze. Greece in the fall. You're, you're right. You're right. I know that about Italy in September is nice. That's hey, where my parents are going. Did you, uh, did you see what happened? I was talking beside him before we came here with, um, you know, AOC. Cortez, yeah, uh, that girl. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the wonderful, wonderful pair of yeah, eyes. Yeah, that, yeah. The, she has big eyes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's uh, single-handedly uh, moved Amazon from Long Island City, New York. Yeah, she she got rid of a lot of people's jobs, but she yeah. did some weird shit over the weekend. Um, one of them was, well, she was complaining. She goes, we got to stop crime. There's too many people incarcerated and, and crime is a bad thing in the States. How do we fight crime? She said, number one, we got to stop building prisons. And destroy some prisons because prisons incentivize crime, which is not how that prisons are a result of the crime. I know that you hear it a lot where people go learn how to be a criminal in prison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they take. A, well, they, I, I, there's some guys that are still doing 10, 20 years for a bag of weed, though. Oh, that, of course. I yeah, get that. I That's feel all bad I'm for those fucking guys. Yeah. That shouldn't be allowed right now. No, but I'm, there's still guys that yeah. are in there. I don't think they just released everyone. No, they didn't release. They released a lot of people over the, the last two years. They didn't? Yeah, but not, uh, you know, I think black people had it the hardest. Depends on what state you're in. But anyway, so she says that. So people right away, they're like, are you crazy? We can't just burn down children's hospitals because then that would solve sick children. That's yeah. not how that works. Yeah, there's a lot so, of criminals that should be there. Yeah, so you think, okay, that's the end of it. And she did some something fucking hilarious. Dude, over. The, I want to talk to you because you're the first person I see now. Um, so her grandmother, she's in Puerto Rico. And Puerto Rico last year was hit by a fucked up hurricane. When Trump threw the paper towels and said, here. Do you remember that? That was great. I'm helping. <laughs> he threw a roll of paper towels. So she tweeted a photo of her abuela's house. Abuelita. 
and it was fucked up. Like there was problems in it. She goes, look, she was blaming Trump for the hurricane because Trump one he of the caused things, the hurricane. That's one of the things he's known for is causing hurricanes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so then people saw it, and then a lot of people were just ripping her. They go, you just got a new Tesla. Why are you bitching? Why don't you help your? Why don't you help your grandma? And then conservative outlets got together and they started GoFundMe. And they all, to troll her, started putting in, uh, they started pledging 499 US, 499 US as a pledge because that's the monthly lease payment of a Tesla. Oh my God, they did a, they did a GoFundMe for her Tesla? For her, no, for her grandma. Oh, and then in one, in 24 hours, they raised over $100,000. Oh my God. And then her and her family refused it. They go, no, we don't want that. So then people came out and they go, wait a second. I thought you said you wanted to help your grandma. We raised more than what you need, but now you don't accept it. So you just want to show that she's miserable but to get points. She didn't, didn't oh, really me, want the help. But you didn't want to help her. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Did they ruin they her? They ruined her. And I didn't even, the way they did it was an asshole move too because some of them, just the stuff they were writing kind of bothered me because like, if you want to help, help the, I mean, I'm all for it. Start to go find me, help the grandma. But when you go, I'm going to help the grandma because fuck you. It's like, well, no, no. Either you want to help the grandma or you don't. You no, know what I mean? Don't be reason, an asshole. It was a reason to back up her political. It was a reason just so they could make fun of her political stuff. But her too, now it showed that. They shit all countries. She'd rather her <laughs> grandma terrible. lives in, in in squalor as long as she could talk about it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's um, what you missed, basically. You, you missed nothing. You missed politicians being politicians. Trump I, started I, a website I, and then canceled it. I switched off. I know. Um, I think a, a, a reporter snuck uh, into, uh, what's uh, Mar-a-Lago? Oh, you could sneak in there. I didn't a, even know it was a secret. I thought he's not like a golf and, course. And, and he, uh, anyway, he got thrown out. That's what I, I read this morning. From what? From Mar-a-Lago? What are you going to sneak in and see I people golfing? I guess there was golfing? something there, and they found out where he was from, and they threw him out because they knew he had uh, ulterior motives. But what can you do in Mar-a-Lago? Isn't it just a golf resort? I or? guess Trump's there. Oh, yeah. just in case he yeah. goes and videotapes Trump. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, about prisons, when you see, um, made in the USA as a, uh, you know, um, on, on oh, the furniture, like, yeah, yeah. a lot of the times they won't tell you that it's actually made in the USA in prisons. Slave labor. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's a whole other, a whole other ball game where people are saying the reason they're, they're incarcerated is so that they can make Walmart furniture. That's fucking insane. Yeah. That's that's that I kind of agree with there. Uh, made in the USA, put in prisons. I also saw. Cause you know me, I'm a man of. I I don't like the extremes of any. That's why I don't like the left. I don't like the. I don't like because no. you you dig your heels in. So and I like to think that I'm more libertarian. But I even saw a libertarian account on Twitter, tweet. Um, there should be no more age restriction. Basically, child labor shouldn't be like a law. Anybody should be allowed to work, no matter what the age of a kid. Child labor should be legal. And I was like, that's that's extreme. If a kid wants to be a paper boy and go make money, that's a different story. But that's an outlier. That's a one, that's what people use as examples always, and it's never yeah. like they use that. But that's not what we're talking about because no one's stopping my, a kid. My, my friend who have does paper very routes. very well today went to public school. He's a bonds dealer. I remember him being a paper boy. But you could be a paper boy. That's your own self. But it's different than think, hiring a kid. I don't think paper boys exist anymore. If they, if we were in a small town, they would. Or if you want to start eliminating, that's different. But for you to hire a kid for like McDonald's is hiring nine year olds to no to clean. What is the that age? Fifteen or sixteen? Fifteen? Poseidon, what is it here? Fifteen. Uh, if you want to work at McDonald's, is 15, it fifteen yeah. or sixteen? It's fifteen. It's fifteen. Yeah, and I think my nephew works at McDonald's. I think him too. He was trying to work younger, and like you gotta wait. And then as soon as he became fifteen, he went to work. I think my father started to work at like ten. Dude, I was working <laughs> since I was like twelve or fourteen back in the day. Fourteen here. 14. I was working, well, like, yeah, when I was really young. 
But they were all under the table until I became 15 or 14, whatever the fuck I was, and I started working on Harvey's. Harvey's? Which one? Cremazy? No, um, they carry. Which they carry? They carry like, like near Orange Julep? Right across. Oh, wow. I've yeah. been there at three in the morning. That's what, yeah, there was truckers two at five. The shift that I would work would be from five in the morning to like 11, five or six to 11. What are they doing there? That whole Royal Mount is what's is it happening? It's not happening. It's happening. It's gonna be a whole new neighborhood of of um, luxury brand stores and condos. It's gonna be very expensive. But too many highways, too many, too much. Um, they're, apparently, they're gonna change it all. They're gonna have a new opening that goes behind. So instead of you only having one way, which is the Dakari, you're gonna have another highway option to reduce the traffic. Which that would be good. That's gonna take because right so now it's blocked off. You yeah. know that, right? Right now you're yeah. fucked. So everybody funnels there because yeah. in order to get around. So that's what you're trying to do. And they wanted to make a train from there to the airport. Look, the train. They've been saying it for forever. They've been saying there's gonna be a train from Bonaventure directly to the airport, they've, and there's a bus. I gotta pick up a newspaper uh, or type in Google News. I it's hear all lies. are they making metros in Saint Leonard now? They've been promising that for years. Saint dude. Leonard. I've been. Oh, I've been. Uh, I've been on this book for a while. I talk about it on a few podcasts. Um, what am I on? Hate Inc. Uh, Matt Taibbi's book is a journalist. Talks about journalism and shit. And dude, the modern dude, so much shit I never thought about. Like I knew not to trust some journalism, and how it's misleading and all that shit. Uh, but apparently, it's the name of the game. And they were showing how you know the divisive tactics they use, like even with Trump, this now that was planned. But one of the craziest things is one of the because you know they put a lot of this racism and better than you, and they try to separate black people, white people, this and that. But what's crazy is that the demographic of journalists has changed. Since the late seventies, they don't. There are different class of people that get into check it. Anymore. No, no, not just. There are different. They see the world. So the people writing it really do believe that they're a different class. They're better than. They're better than a black guy. They're, they're like, but you know why they believe that they're better than? So in the seventies uh, and before that, no, 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 it's just who gets into it. That's what I want to explain. So uh, apparently, in the set before. The people that would be journalists, it wasn't like a high paying. It was like a low reward type of job, and it was these people that were just hungry for news and they were trying their best to do it towards the late 70s it used to be a lot of uh, it became ivy leaguers that would come in who are ivy leaguers these rich preppy white kids because and and the way they broke it down the way they would even now the way they break it down for these like new york times or to get in there is they do long unpaid internships so for you to be able to work without pay for a long period of time you must be rich you must be rich so it fizzled out even in broadcasters you see now snl writers <laughs> Are very similar to New York Times journalists. So what what ended up happening is that through the years, and then the 80s, it bombarded because it was all these Ivy Leaguers that were getting in there. So it became one perception of the world, you know? From their point of view. From their point of view. And it still happens today. So that whole, uh, look at this part of the country, the uh, rednecks, hicks, look at these crackheads, look at white people, black people, all that. It, because it comes from people who are so disconnected majority of the and time. And then they also became social justice warriors. Yeah. Well, because they had to join in wherever the... Um, what they should do or should do. What they should, should to, to play the narrative. Because they don't care. They're not angry about dividing people. For them, it's ratings. Because you watch, they were showing why they show stuff that doesn't... So they'll show war that doesn't matter. They'll show successful bombings. And they'll be like, yeah, no, uh, we got all the criminals or whatever. But they go, you know, when they did that, and they were showing, he was talking about different bombings. He goes, you know how many civilians died? But they don't mention that. He goes, they don't mention that. And also, why do you think Flint, Michigan doesn't, you know, their water supply is fucking polluted? That should be on the news every day. But it's not because there's no reason for them to tell you that. Because no, then you're going to get upset with your local stuff. You're going to start looking at hey, what the fuck. So instead, they make you upset about shit that you have absolutely no control over. Correct. 
It's crazy. It's crazy yeah. the shit. That it's it, why I switched off, and it's why I respect a guy like Hunter S. Thompson. He invented this. He of making like speaking from his voice and making fun of shit, and but being a great writer at the same time. Yeah, and also he talked about how there's a also political shift when like back in the day you can make fun of every you, like a comedian or anyone. You should be able to make fun of the president or anyone. Everyone should be fair game, but the second. Because they're all in the same class, they're elitist or Ivy Leaguers, or whatever. It, it turned into, oh, he can't say that I about the I, president. Oh, he can't say that. So they became basically a class above, and then people fall for it. People who fall in the cult, whether they're right or left, they're like, he can't make fun of our guy. He can't. Because I, 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 I'm still baffled yeah. by the last five, ten years of our, of of what's been going on. They turned it into sports with, teams. It started with. It really did start with red state, blue state. Al Gore, George Bush. It started way back then. I can't tell when it when it started officially, but I'm reading all these books, and and it's the '90s is where it really starts being obvious. And you really see people becoming sheep. Yep. People don't know they're sheep. No. That's what that's that petrifies me. That's why I switched off. I did not want to be influenced anymore, and I was being influenced. You shouldn't say this. Shouldn't say that. I remember speaking to a friend of mine, and. I, I realized how powerful social media was. A, a, a friend of mine in Boston, I mentioned someone's name, and he said, no, 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 don't talk to me about them. He's a Trump supporter. And I'm like, what? And he's like, I don't talk to my brother-in-law. He's a Trump supporter. So this, it, it you broke up your family. Yeah. You don't speak to your family because of what you saw swiping by. Yeah. I was, I, I'm amazed. I'm, I'm still amazed at how powerful that company is. Yeah, uh, it, it's insanity. It's complete, but it brings in ratings because what you do is apparently it's kind of like these weird. Um, it gives you these weird instincts in your head, so you have to tune in to see what's the danger. And the danger could be anything. It could be Trump, the danger. It could be Biden. It doesn't matter what the danger is of the day. But uh, for four years, we had the danger of Trump. So they would tell you all this stuff about Trump. Then they would mislead you with, let's say, the Russia Gate stuff. Every week was. All right, guys, this is his last week. Everything is breaking news. This is news. last week, breaking, breaking news. news. Breaking news. Breaking We're news. impeaching him. He's out of office next week. But they knew it was false because the same news stuff would then have articles on their website, editorials, and they would say, okay, guys, don't get too excited. This is why nothing happened here and there's no there's in no fact, way we get... So what they would do is they would throw shit at you. You'd get excited. You'd riled up. Then when the guy's still in office, you get mad. You're like, how is he in office? This criminal... It, you just riled... So because you're so riled up... As long as you up, keep looking at social media, as long as you keep watching the show... They use the wrestling show. tactics. They use... It is exactly wrestling he, tactics. There's a whole chapter where he compares it and he shows the WWE stuff and, and he takes all the stuff from their books and he goes, it's all... All like that, yeah. It's and crazy. I, I, I'll never forget when I started to notice... Like Stephen Colbert was the against Trump show, and uh, and and then I thought of like Letterman. He would never do that. Letterman would never. Letterman would make fun of the president all the time. You wouldn't yeah. know if he was a Republican or a Democrat. Yeah, exactly. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. And and now it's like I'm I'm in I'm in the against Trump channel or yeah. the for Trump channel. And then uh, who's the why guy? can't we just make fun of everyone doing something stupid? I don't know. Well, How we do it. That's what. That's why I'm telling you, dude. That's why podcasts. I don't think podcasts are going to be freely available on YouTube and everywhere for too long. I think people are going to have to go private after a while. There's going to be because they're going to take us off. They're going to. There's two. They get mad. They used to get mad at Rogan. They used to get mad at Rogan for destroying the CNN at their peak. Is at Alex their peak. Jones still they're, out of work? Yeah. He well, no. He does his private stuff. So but Alex Jones is behind story. the paywall. Yeah, but he has a different because he has his conspiracy stuff too. Yeah, so he has, he's, he's he has a demographic of he's, he's very out there. He's a character. He's like wrestling. 
Oh, he's very much like wrestling. Yeah. He's very much like wrestling. But, uh, false flag operation. Oh, it's all fucking false flag. Toads are gay. Toads are gay. <laughs> he did say that. Yeah, no, he said they're making the fucking frogs gay. He totally said that. Yeah. Uh, and what he said was just, I remember even uh, Rogan had talked about it, it was just miss. He misspoke. It was about something about the, the genders and what the fuck was happening with the pollution was doing to frogs anyways. But Rogan, they were super pissed at the time. They're like, why is he getting so many? They were talking about on CNN, they would try to make fun of Rogan by saying how the fuck I'm, this guy has so many more people watching See, him than us. what they were doing? They were trying to get the people to stop looking. But it did the opposite. People were, were watching like, yeah, why is everybody watching Rogan instead of... And Rogan's just one example. Rogan was just destroying and then all these people would get mad that he was doing that. They go, how can... They would say stuff like, how can YouTube keep him on? Remember when he was on YouTube all the time? How can they keep him on? He's had Alex Jones like, he's had this person on. How can they keep him on? And what's wrong with that? It, but that's that's it. But they would make you... And he was saying, I eat meat after I shoot it. Yeah, and then they and were getting mad at that. Yeah. They, what they were doing is they were making you... They were just saying... Aren't you outraged? Aren't you outraged? No, and a lot of imbeciles lie. were like, "Yeah, you're outraged, aren't you? I, I should be outraged too." No, yeah. that's the thing. And, and then they, he was being himself. So they divided people on every aspect. This is how they divided people. I've been looking at this. I think a lot of years. the world. Well, this was the whole thing. But just here, I'm saying here in North yeah. America, they divided you based on the, your skin color, who you voted for, uh, where you're from. Uh, what type of podcast or comedy you listen to, depending on what you find funny, that's a separation. Gender became a huge deal. They love Men that. and women. Men don't understand this. All oh, women are just stupid. They don't understand. Like any, any difference you have, which used to be our power, right? Individualism, they destroyed it. You have to be yeah. part of the fold. An individual is a bad it's thing. so bad. Crazy what they did. So bad. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm afraid of it. But I love, what's his name? Who? Facebook guy. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. He can fuck right off. He's a genius. Doesn't he live in China or something? Zuckerberg. Does he live in China, Poseidon? Where does Zuckerberg live? Actually, uh, Zuckerberg has bought a private island not too long ago. Uh, for he bought Marlon Brando's island. No, he, he bought Epstein's island. No, no. Oh. He, uh, hold on. I'm going to the uh, Guys, do the girls stay with the island? <laughs> yeah, I remember that? Epstein? Before the pandemic, everyone was talking about Epstein. Hmm. And it was a it was a scandal. He bought a pedophile island. That's how powerful he that was. Prince Andrew of colonizing was. a Hawaiian island. Colonizing, accused of colonizing. He was just fucking everybody. Can robots colonize? I get. <laughs> Can that android colonize? Speaking of robot colonizing, I just watched a really cool video on YouTube, which is Robert Patrick T one thousand goes back to the original shooting locations. Oh, I love Terminator Dude. 2. And it was, he was very funny. He, was he like, replied to me years ago on a tweet. Oh, cool. Yeah, he was a little upset, but then we became cool. He was I, upset I, I, because... He's uh, aging poorly. He's aging poorly? <laughs> no, it's because it's all I said was, I didn't know that he played good guys in some shows. I didn't well, watch I, TV. I know him as the guy who was completely extorted by Tony Soprano. Yeah, yeah, that's his later then, years. Yeah. So all I said was, why does this guy always play a fucking bad guy? This, and then he tweeted back to me. He's like, I don't always play a bad guy. And he gave me a list of shit. Like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean in a derogatory no, anyway, way. Because I like him a lot. He was very funny in the video. Talking about, uh, you know, how the... Whatever. Remember the, the truck, the the truck that over the bridge and falling and chasing yeah. the motorcycle. It was really cool. And he was there. He was actually there talking about it. It was a really good video. That's what I've been watching. I watched that. What else did I watch? I watched Beverly Hills Cop Part First 1. One? I watched it and then it occurred to me that the writer of Beverly Hills Cop Part 1 is from Nova Scotia. Really? Yeah. I love stuff like that. Nova Scotia is pushing to get the uh, vaccine passport. What does that mean? Uh, in order to go to Nova Scotia, you have to be you have to have proof that you got vaccinated. 
I feel like they're overestimating how much people would like to go to Nova Scotia. Well, isn't that where the Titanic Cemetery is? I have no idea. I think that's where uh, DiCaprio is buried. I, I saw that and it just made me laugh because I was like, all right, guys, calm down. Like, there's there's an onslaught of people like with that just have you know, to go to know, Nova Scotia. Speaking of which, it's true, though. I, I've been to Florida many times. I've never been to New Brunswick or Nova Scotia. Why do we do that as Canadians? Apparently, it's, isn't it beautiful? But the water must be cold. Well, beautiful is all in the eye of the beholder, sir. It's probably really pretty to look at, but you cannot take a dip in that water. It's probably Arctic cold even in August. It depends what you like, what appeals to you. I don't like the whole foggy... Uh, yeah, it looks like know. there's never sun there. I don't like that, that stuff. <laughs> You're right. A lot of people do. A lot of people like that. I don't like swamps. I don't, and I'm not saying the swamps. I'm saying things I don't like. I don't like swamps. I don't like, I'm not a lake guy. Yeah, have you ever, you ever jumped into a lake? I have, sadly. It, it's um, it's not the. It's a different feeling than the ocean. It really is. It's fresh water. It smells like fresh water, and there's leeches, and you're stepping around in mud. That's what bugs me. Is little things. M- mud. Yeah. If you're in, you know, Greece or Italy or whatever, you walk around. There's nothing. There's maybe those little spelt fish. That's yeah, it. Yeah. There's little mini fish that you fry up, and they're delicious. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's really all that there is. I, I don't like the. I, I think of horror sun. movies may have fucked the me blob. up. The blob. I think I think I think always that fucking Freddy's gonna come out. The, no, or, the, or the, Jason. It was the blob. It was the, the no? It was man thing that would come out of the swamp. Or remember Swamp Thing? Yeah, that was cool. All um, that shit. I don't remember the last good horror movie I saw. Did you ever see that uh, A Quiet Place? Is that a good movie? I saw the first one. It was okay. There's a new one that came out. A new Quiet Place? Yeah. Everyone just shuts the fuck up. Everyone just. Sh- I, is it a prequel <laughs> beside the new Quiet Place? That's with John Krasinski, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, I think it, it is a prequel. So okay, explains it is because he's alive in this one, but he, oh, yeah, died, he dies at the end of the first one. Yeah. Did one, he yeah. write it? Him, like him so. and his he wife, did, or something? Yeah, I think is so. that his wife? Uh, I don't think that's his wife. Hold on, I think it is his wife, and he's Jack Ryan. He is Jack Ryan. Yeah, he replaced. Uh, okay, hold on a second. Alec Baldwin, who was replaced by Harrison Ford, who was replaced by Ben Affleck, who was replaced. Oh by yeah, it is Emily Blunt. It's his wife. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cute, bro. Yeah, and, um, that's adorable. And uh, I like that. These are the feel-good stories I live for. After after Ben Affleck, who played Jack Ryan? Uh, look, I don't care because you just said Ben Affleck. We got to talk about Ben Affleck. Yeah, Ben Affleck. Uh, I found something out about Ben Affleck. Uh, he's going out. He's Benifer is a thing again. He's going out with Jennifer Lopez. I again. don't mind that. That's his personal business. Let good, him do good that. For him, but his ex-wife was gorgeous too. Jennifer Garner. Yeah, that's his ex-ex-wife. No, he's been with other ex- women since. Well, he's Ben Affleck. Do you know where I am? Apparently, he he bought Kevin Smith's house. I know. Kevin Smith bought Ben Affleck's house. That sounds more reasonable. Who I delivered pizzas to when I was in L.A. Kevin Smith? Yeah. yeah a bunch of pizzas for uh, from Joe's Pizza. And uh, it was uh, he was doing, a, I guess, a showing of his a Couple of Dicks movie there. The one of him, Tracy Morgan and Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah. The cop movie. Cop out. And uh, Apparently, Bruce Willis was a real piece of shit in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Kevin Smith was as nice as you would think. A very good guy. Uh, but he told... I think he tells stories about how Ben Affleck showed him every room he banged in when he sold him the house. Which was every room. Yeah. yeah. But Ben Affleck, I found out, so there's a, the Batman movie. The new The Batman. Yeah, it was going to be with him. and, and it, it More than the with movie him. That was, I saw that on YouTube, too. It was the movie that never happened. Yeah, and it was like a 30-minute uh, yeah. video. Yeah, Poseidon, The Batman, it wasn't just a question of, oh, do you want to be The Batman? He, they had already three or two scripts uh, that they were working on, uh, they did a I test liked footage. Him as an older Batman. Me too. They did test footage. They did uh, the guy who plays with Deathstroke. 
They had him. So he backed out because of his demons or because he didn't like the way Superman versus Batman worked. And he's like, oh, fuck it. The fans are going to hate but me. But that's the thing. They never. Did you notice that in the movie? They never really explain where the falling out came. The Batman. It what? never. It hasn't come out yet. It's but I'll coming tell you, out in 2022. No, no, no. So what they no, did is they took that it same was, title. It was going to happen, uh-huh. the movie. And now it's it Robert Pattinson that's doing the Batman. Who's uh, going to do well. Yes. But it's not the same Batman that they were writing. This is a whole different thing. Oh, well, no. Really? And he's but, like 20 years younger. Yeah, yeah. But Ben Affleck, ben Affleck <clears throat> was actually working Batfleck. hard. Batfleck was actually working hard with one of the best comic book writers to make a fucking solid little like trilogy of Batman movies. Really? Where he's dealing with like the psychopathic villains, uh, a lot of Joker. Was, was Batman year three? I think I have it. Batman year one. Year okay. one is a good book too. Yeah. It was, Anyways, it was, it was older fucking, Batman. Huh? Yeah, they had it was the, Batman with the, uh, with the gray hair. The, the, the salt and pepper hair, yeah. yeah. Um, uh. There was also it. one like that with Nicolas Cage's Superman. Did you see that one? That ne- wasn't... that. Didn't get into production. That was in pre-production for a while, though. But you saw him do the costume I test? saw him do the costume with the hair. Oh, it's so weird. That would have been a cool Superman, though. Yeah. Yeah. I remember for a while there where there was long hair Superman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, he would have made a good, like, renegade. But you know what's fucked up is I also saw a Christopher Reeve documentary. Tim Burton is great. It would have been amazing. Uh, Christopher Reeve, to me, when I picture Superman, it's always him. Can't I tell something about Christopher, Christopher Reeve? Yes. Not a fan of horses. But also, Christopher Reeve, I saw that he... Poseidon, what do you what you figure out? You look intense. I'm looking at the Ben Affleck. Uh, it is canceled. Yeah, it's canceled. Yeah, but I well, saw. Well, that's because the kid from Twilight is Batman now. Poseidon. So yeah, you know what happened to Christopher Reeve Batman? Uh, the Christopher Reeve uh, Superman. It wasn't him, even though he thought they're not going to play me anymore because I'm 35 or whatever. They fucked it up after the third one. Well, so, because they made Richard Pryor the star of Part Three. It, well, they started fucking up part three, but then I found out, you know that there was a part four and five? I saw part four, not part five. Part four is the quest for peace where they made- nu- I never even knew that they had Nuclear that. Man. Nuclear Man. Yeah, I never uh, even knew about nuclear that. Nuclear Man was some blonde guy that looked like he was in a porno actor um, with the voice of Gene Hackman. And uh, Christopher Reeve was doing uh, environmental stuff, so he wanted the script to be all about environment. There was no Lois Lane. There was Muriel Hemingway, the daughter of Ernest Hemingway. What movie? It, it was Superman, Superman 4, 4, The Quest for Peace. The only and then good I don't know if they made movie. five or they were going to make five, but what they even he had to stra- reuse stra- scenes. Yeah, he straightened out the Tower of Pisa. Oh, is that what he did? Yeah, and, uh, and the Mount Etna in Sicily erupted and he went to save everybody and he spoke fluent Italian. I like that. Uh, but Christopher Reeve, uh, you watch those things on YouTube where it's Hulk versus Superman. Some guy... Um, Edited it beautifully, and it's actually oh, Christopher Reeve against the Hulk. Like this guy's so good, you know the way Alex Geipo does stuff. Oh yeah, like the, the this guy, animation. he's a fan who oh he just made like a cartoon should work for Marvel because it looks great. Well, I mean, a lot of people use those as their showcases. Well, that's what he does. This guy yeah. has millions of views, and it's it's uh, it's it's you know Eric Bana Hulk against Christopher Reeve, and it's really good. I like that kind of stuff. Um, it's, it's and I always picture him as. Uh, yeah, what I was going to tell you, because you're into the movie, so you're going to like this shit. So apparently, after the first two, it was like a different production company people that took it over. And what they did is they took, they got a certain amount of budget. You're talking about Superman. Superman. They got a certain is amount it? of budget from the from the studio. And what the guy did is he funneled that money, and he put a huge portion of it into his other picture, which was going to be He-Man, Master of the Universe or whatever. The one with Dolph Lundgren? So Superman suffered. 
That's why the the in the first two everything was nice, and then after that both movies stunk. Yeah, both movies stunk. What do you mean the first two? No, no, no. After that, yeah, the, both super uh, the Superman. The special effects went down. The He-Man. script went down. Yeah, they all no sucked. Or, there was no. It followed the story at all. Yeah, there was no Orko. There was some. It was terrible. Movie. It was terrible. So what they did is they just they thought. People forget. A lot of people think that the reason why people were watching was because of the Superman, just the name, and you could do whatever you want. The guys who bought that were the Sulkines. These are the guys that um, made uh, Superman one with Richard Donner, but then they fired Richard Donner, who had already filmed half of part two, and then they brought in this Richard Lester to come in. All he had directed was a Hard Day's Night, but these guys were all about the dollar. So they got rid of Donner and they brought in this Richard Lester to make part two, and um, which is why you can now watch the Donner recut of Superman two because this guy added all the slapstick comedy in part two, which wasn't that good. But the original three villains, General Zod stuff yeah, was yeah. there because Donner put it there. These Sulkines, they were notorious. Richard Sulkind and his son, really, they're yeah. the guys that um, they ruined. They both made an amazing movie because Gene Hackman was awesome. Christopher Reeve was great. Margot Kidder, bipolar, uh, was great. And uh, yeah, then then you're right because by part four uh, they weren't even involved. I don't think. Or yeah, they, th- they I think it on to someone. They else. tried to bring it back to the original people that had it, but then it was all fucked up. It, Richard Donner from Lethal Weapon is the the brainchild of that. How nice it was. All the good stuff from it. But even Halloween had the same kind of story. So Halloween, um, that was I think Carpenter. And and a William Shatner mask, you know, Did William you know Shatner mask, yeah. And they Michael made it Myers on is William Shatner, no budget, basically. It was and then what happened is I think it was Mustafa Akkad, that uh Persian guy, whatever Syrian Persian, uh, and <laughs> he bought the rights with it. He's st- Irish, you know, he still has the rights, and he's the guy who just fucking made a million Halloweens with Buster Rhymes or whatever. They keep rehashing it, and they made one Halloween that was uh, off the popularity of the Scream movies. I know this because at the time I was working in the video store and the cover of the Halloween H2O was yeah. exactly the same as the cover for Scream. Yeah, the white mask and then the people in the back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was, oh, that's fucking funny. And yeah. I never thought about that. They made it look just like that. That one had LL Cool J in it. Uh, he's an okay actor. He's an okay actor, but what they were doing all these movies is they were like, okay, let's put like a star, a rap star, or this star. Let's just get different fans to come watch. Instead of making a good movie. Oh, it was cameos. It was all cameos, yeah. yeah. And they, they had fucked it Speaking up for a while. of cameo, I just found out who made a million dollars on cameo last year. Screech. Uh, you, he died. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? No, the guy who made the most money on cameo wasn't Andrew Dice Clay, wasn't Gilbert Gottfried. It was this guy from The Office whose name I don't even know, Bumgardner, Bumgardner, something. What does he look like? The fat guy? I don't know. I didn't watch The Office. So I didn't check that out. Who made Type the most in, money on yeah, cameo? Yeah, he made a million dollars last year. On Cameo. On Cameo. Just saying During happy the pandemic. birthday. Yeah. During the pandemic. This guy from The Office uh, apparently does cameos really well to the point that people... I mean, he made a million bucks. I would think it would be Gilbert Gottfried. Everybody knows his voice. Yeah, Gottfried's good for a cameo. Office actor make cameo. Oh, it's the fat guy, Kevin. Brian uh, Baumgartner. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the how Kevin. Many, yeah, the guy that drops his chili. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah guy. <laughs> that the guy. retard. That makes sense. Is that the I guy pick, with the double chin there? Yeah, yeah, well, triple chin, yeah. Okay, okay, I know who you're talking about. Anyway, that guy made a million The guy dollars. who talks like, I don't know why, guys. I don't know. That guy? So that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That guy made oh. the most money of every celebrity on Cameo. He won't know I'm not working if I'm not Lindsay at Lohan work. Lindsay Lohan charges 250 bucks. 
for what a happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Three hundred bucks to get is, the happy ending. Yeah, exactly. But it's also it's Lindsay Lohan. Like I get it. When I'm was she relevant? It's over. She was relevant at a certain point, but I, I get it in the sense that if you're if you're one of those Hollywood people that was so big at the time, you hang out with Britney Spears and Paris Hilton, all that shit. You can't. It's either you don't do cameo. It's it's beneath you, or if you do it, you have to charge more than everyone. Because I think Lindsay Lohan on Don cameo Trump is weird Jr. enough. Years on it. How much is he? Five hundred bucks. There you go. You can't Donald Trump. Junior being there and charging 80 bucks is unbecoming. No, you can't do it. You see what I mean, right? Absolutely. It's beneath you. But yeah. 250 is okay for her, I guess. I I, I wouldn't pay her that, I, but not because I, I have anything I think the only her. one I would pay for is probably Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, Dice would be fun. We, there was people who had done that. We had uh, Perry from Windy City Heat. Okay. He sent for... You've watched Windy City Heat? No. No? What is that? Really? I'm... Don Barry... Wow. Well, that was a retarded movie. You saw it finally? Yeah, I saw it. Long time ago, I saw it. Oh, how have you? Oh, this is you amazing. Hold now? on a second. I, yeah, I, I thought this should, this should be an intellectual moment. This happening on my podcast. There's a movie, a cult classic in comedy that Poseidon has seen and you haven't. <laughs> it is an intellectual are we, moment. Are Windy we City in the Twilight Zone? What, what happened? What year did this come out? In the 2000s, right, Poseidon? Uh, let me check. Hold on. Yeah, I... Um, a lot of times I go wow. back to uh, comfort zone because I, I, I have to invest 2003. Invest in a new movie. You know, I have to invest my time. Like I told you, I watched Beverly Hills Cop. I've seen the movie 10 times. Yeah. I watched Signs, Mel Gibson in the Aliens. This I, is free on YouTube. You should watch it tonight. Okay, I'll lose watch your it mind. tonight. Windy City Heat. Yeah. I've been watching Three's Company on YouTube. They basically, it's, the, and Kimmel makes an appearance too. Like there's, all, it's, there's this comedian... Um, I don't know if you know Don Barrish or any of these guys, but basically there's a, they have a retarded friend in real life, like like how we have Poseidon, for example, but more retarded. And what they do is they make him think he's doing a movie, that he's the star of an actual movie, and that they're filming a documentary about it. But the real movie is the gag that they're filming him thinking that he's a celebrity. Okay, okay. But you understand? Yeah, I get it. He thinks it's real. A friend of mine was on a TV show like that with Rachel Hunter, the model who was married to Rod Stewart. He was on a t when the reality shows were just beginning mm -hmm. in the early 2000s. He was on a show. My friend Harlan, who lives in New Orleans, New Orleans. Um, I want to go to New Orleans. It's great. I've been there many times um, for Katrina, actually. Yeah, uh, you went to help people during Katrina. Yeah, yeah, I was a good boy. Yeah, I I, uh, I went to uh, I lived in Tent City. By the way, Poseidon, your tan yeah. is coming in. And uh, yeah. this guy nice. was on a TV show where he thought it was a show, but it's a reality show where everyone thought it was a real show, but it wasn't a real show. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's what I, the same thing like you're saying. Yeah, this is good because the guy doesn't... So he's going through with stuff that you normally wouldn't go through, but like, don't worry, it's just a movie. It's You have to, it's movie magic. Uh, at one point, they trick him where he's about to take a beating, but for a fake one, right? And remember, you have to grab the fake bat or whatever. So as he's tied up, he sees that there's a mix-up and that the guy's coming at him with the real one. He's like, ah, he's fucking losing his mind. <laughs> you remember that part? What, uh, <laughs> what came of these guys after this movie? So Don Barris is still a comic. Uh, I think Don Barris was in it. Bobcat Goldthwait is in it. Um, I like Bobcat. Perry Caravello, the guy who's the star of it, who is, is the guy who thinks that it was real. Yeah. He's in Chicago. He still thinks that. Yeah, but he's, I think, uh, out of it. So he's he's he just sells the volume thing as a podcast. That Bob movie Kat, gave me nightmares. Uh, Goldweight is a director for the Jimmy Kimmel show. Mm. 
He directs a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not like unsuccessful people did it. It's, it's people who know comedy. But what did you say, Poseidon? The movie gave me nightmares. Why? Because I I was considered the retarded friend. Oh, yeah. He thought that we were doing it to him. He thought all this is fake. Oh, yeah, that's, that, 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 I, that, I understand. Like, hold on. I, I just he thought say, the whole podcast shit was just a ruse. I just want to say something. I know, I know deep down it wasn't in a ruse, but it was such a recurring nightmare. Yeah, that sometimes sometimes I had anxiety coming to a podcast because in my dream, I basically had a dream where I was going to go do a podcast and then I would walk into a dark room and I was like, what the fuck? Where's everyone? And then a spotlight would turn on. And then basically I was like, what the fuck? And then everyone was just laughing at me like, ah, you thought you could do this. But like, uh, yeah, shit. It was a recurring nightmare. His his dad. Imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. It was such a recurring nightmare that it started to actually fuck with me in real life. I feel bad. I feel bad that, that happened to you. Do you ever have? No, but the it's nobody's I- fault. It's it's my brain. You ever have fucking the with me doing a podcast naked? Uh, no, dream? never. No, I'm not. I don't know. When I was younger, I'd be more scared of naked. Now I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Me too. I have had yeah. dreams where I've walked into school naked, though. Yeah, like I've had now, that yeah, that would be illegal. Now you no, get no, arrested. No, like back then when I was a kid, I've had <laughs> dreams where. <laughs> I walk into these elementary schools naked. No, no, what well, was I, I think I Wait, did you say you have dreams? Yes, they, uh, nightmares. Nightmares. <laughs> nightmares. What is the psychology behind that? Not uh, ready? Let's Google it. Uh, the different psychologies. Either you have anxiety about something, you're nervous about fucking something I, up, you're nervous about people judging you. I had naked on stage dream. Yeah, Poseidon, I'm surprised today you went for three creams. Normally we do two. Uh, they did a mistake. <laughs> They made a mistake. I don't know if they did a mistake. They made a mistake. They did a mistake. Go do mistake, bro. By the way, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get the cups for coffee for the studio. I'm gonna pull a Floyd Mayweather. If you don't pay, you're not on camera. Is no that more of these? Did? No more of these ad- advertisements. Yeah, I agree. He, you saw he did it with water bottles. He went. Oh, he, he did. Yeah, he was getting in. They had all the ads in the back, and on it there was like I don't know Dasani esque or whatever the fuck there was. Water. And he goes, "Did they pay? Did they pay?" And then uh, they're like, no. He's like, well, then they ain't gonna, they're not coming on the table. And he threw the bottles off. It's funny, in the running, remember I for the studio, I gave you guys a, a R2D2 there? Yeah, back we still have it. Uh, I was about we to use it. not get you guys that, and I was about to get you the, it's been a pleasure to serve you coffee cups. Wait, wait, not the, the Greek. The, the Greek. Where'd you get? Where'd you find those? Oh. I've been trying to find those for the studio. Online. Where? Oh. Uh, did you really want them for the yeah, studio? Yeah, I wanted them for the studio. I was going to buy you those. But I wanted. I wanted there's ceramic I, I, ones and then there's paper I ones. I was going to buy both. I was going to buy ceramic for the studio and paper ones for recording and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. I was going to buy those. Have they? I was going to buy them. Send me the link. I'm going to buy them. Have they made those link. into like uh, legit coffee mugs though? Yeah, 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 yeah. They've made them in ceramic where no. it's the same one or it's the paper no, ones. But you order if they make that in coffee mug, it would be dope. With a handle, you mean? Yeah, like Then it wouldn't be the same one. I understand, but just to have. Like These you get from a hot dog stand in New York. Yeah, City. exactly, exactly. No, no, I want those. I I, had, I read the whole article on uh, based on. If you can send me the link, I'm gonna buy it from the studio. Also, I brought up the what it means to be to when you dream about being naked. Because I public. saw you guys always had these. Yeah. So then I said, ah, oh, he doesn't need them. No, no. Now, uh, now I'm getting strict with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll send you the link. It's like uh, seventy-five bucks or something like that. Mm. For a hundred. For a hundred of them, paper ones. What about the acrylic ones? I think they're like thirty bucks each. You buy them from like a New York City website that benefits New York City, blah, blah, blah. And then blah, they blah. send it to us. It's not, yeah. Or okay, Amazon. we're going to spend some money on those. I'm going to buy four acrylic ones and then uh, like a box of the, the paper I knew ones. you were going to like those. Oh, it, um, 
by harboring feels of guilt or inferior inferiority. Yeah, you know, you're anxious about something. Okay, it was the reason I was naked on stage was because I did Italian stand up, and for a while I was only doing Italian, and I'm like, wait, I can't feel funny, so I, don't, I understand. Yeah, uh, and when I was a kid, I was bullied a lot, so it makes sense. But everybody, f- for the record, because uh, people forget this, and I repeat it on different podcasts because they don't know. Everyone, because f- you see people on TV, and you just assume, oh, that's so cool. They're so confident. I was. Everyone <laughs> feels. Either inferior or not good enough or whatever. Was, That's every everyone. Celebrities who are uh, have uh, bipolar disorder or bipolar disorder or anxiety or whatever. Mel Gibson screaming at his wife on the phone is clearly bipolar disorder. Are, are you telling me the man that uh, <laughs> the man with not a face. the man that when he was stopped and he was drunk he told the cop, "Listen here, sugar, sugar tits. tits. The Jews are controlling yeah. the, the universe." <laughs> they said, "Are you telling me that guy's not well?" <laughs> and then he told his wife, "I wish you get raped by a pack of n words." Oh, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. yeah. Remember, I made him hear it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did he hear it finally? Yeah, he heard it today. Uh, today was the first day you heard the, the Mel Gibson tapes. Yep. Did it change your life? He, I, it's really, 35 minutes long. He only listened to 10 seconds. But it was crazy. Yeah. What did we say? Um, he was, uh, yeah. He, uh, Why she, won't you blow me? Yeah, the best part is when he, he's screaming, like, like veins coming out of his neck screaming, and he says, I want you to blow me. Jesus Christ! Yeah, he um, and I remember he was that? mad at the way his wife, his new wife, was dressed. I wonder if he's—I don't think he's married with her. I don't know, but I—you know—I remember that it was so. Everyone was saying the same thing, and and it's the first time I agreed with everyone. It was so obvious that he was being recorded. I can't believe he didn't realize because yeah. he's fighting. He's and telling. The way she's talking. He's <laughs> telling her he hopes she gets raped and to blow him, and she's like. Oh, but I don't say anything bad. Why you say this? Go on. What else you want to happen to me? Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's like in the in the in the eighties sitcom when they're wearing a wire. And yeah, yeah. Like it this. was so like he she could have literally said, "You do uh, every illegal thing. Tell me what kind of illegal he, thing. Give me dates, name of people, perhaps the, receipts." <laughs> like, but that's the thing is he was he was not well. He was not well. That's why guys like Robert Downey Jr. and Jodie Foster. Uh, Jodie Foster. What did she do? Isn't she, she fine? She was in Maverick with him. And they came to his defense. They're like, give Mel a chance. Really? I didn't know Jody that. Jodie Foster, very gay woman. And uh, Robert Downey Jr., very Jewish man, said, uh, please forgive Mel. Uh, he was sick. He was ill. Apparently, Jodie Foster's really nice. She yeah. just, she lives she with her wife. She speaks Italian her- better than me. Yeah. She speaks fluent Italian. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone has one bad thing to say about her. And if you watch Hannibal 2, it sounds like Hannibal. You, you know yeah. why. She was. Uh, she refused it. That movie is just a just a glorified just just a money maker of of uh, him sl- killing everybody. It turned into books. a slasher. The, yeah. the first one was psychological. It was based on the book. Yeah. The sec. Well, I think the, the second one was based one, on the book too. It was amazing. She was just surrounded by all these large men. She was a little uh, graduate going. To, it was a great movie. Great movie. The first one was a great movie. Yeah. But uh, the yeah, second Joe- one it had good uh, vi- visuals. Plus also. Um, fuck who's the woman who played her in the second Julianne one? Moore you love her Ju- yeah Julianne Moore I've had like yeah, yeah, the yeah. biggest She's crush beautiful. on her yeah uh, what's Julianne Moore's story she got married she got kids I don't know much about Julianne Moore except uh, she's probably um Competing with a lot of younger actresses for a job. Right well, now, now she's probably eighty. I don't, I remember when I was young. I and had a crush Julianne on her. Moore's got to be 
55. Oh, it's not that old, but still. 60. 60. Still. Oh, wow, that's like fast. I thought it was old. Yeah, he's good, bro. He's good. He's he's taking producing to a new yeah, level. I've gotten much better at it. Really? Even huh? the cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, dude, so Julianne Moore is 60 now. Yep. Is she married kids? What did she do? I'm curious. I hope she had a good life because she didn't, she she didn't get to live the dream with me. She looked good in a movie called Assassins with uh, Stallone. There he is. She always looked good. She's and, uh, uh, still and married. Banderas. She's married. She has kids, no? To Bart Frudelich. Uh, Fr- oh, I don't know who that guy Fr- is, but does she have, does she have kids? Let's see. Yeah, bro, she had a life. Julianne Moore. I can't think of any other she movie. She has two she kids. Caleb oh, and good Liv. for her. She did well. Yeah. yeah. Good for her. Good for her. Good for her, yeah. She, I always thought she was super pretty, but uh, you never saw a lot of her. Yeah. She wasn't in a lot of stuff, and you'd think they'd put her in a lot of stuff. I just like the way she's imitating the way Jodie Foster speaks in Silence Jesus of the Lambs. Christ. What's the matter? Dr. Latka. I know, something interesting I saw. Mm. Oh, Jesus Christ. What do we catch beside her? What'd you find? Her daughter. What happened to her? She's a pretty girl. Oh. Have you seen Uma Thurman's daughter? That's something serious. She's happened. 19. I didn't, I didn't know that she has a daughter. Uma Thurman's daughter is one of the girls at the Bunny Ranch there in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? And she's in Stranger Things season three. I watched season one of Stranger Things and just said, fuck it. I don't care. Uh, Stranger Things was fun. But wait, which one was she? I don't. The one that looks like Uma Thurman. And I it didn't makes pay sense attention. that she's in a Tarantino movie because her. Because of her mom, yeah. Um, she, if you see her, it's like, oh yeah, that's that's Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's kid. Oh yeah, like now exactly. I'll know. I didn't even know that Uma Thurman was with Ethan Hawke for years, and um, Ethan Hawke then uh, cheated on Uma Thurman with a girl from Montreal. Ah, oh, these fucking Montreal <laughs> bros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ben Affleck. He went to rehab right after shooting in Montreal. Obviously, that's uh, La Montreal. Oh, I didn't know that about Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke. They have a daughter whose name uh, I don't know, but she looks just like the, her mom. You, so that proves that, remember when they were saying Uma Thurman is uh, against Quentin Tarantino because he put her life in danger? No way, that's all crap. Uh, well, all look crap. at that, because now yeah. uh, he, she let her daughter play in a movie. I love, I, I would do a, a, a movie, a Quentin Tarantino movie for free. Yeah, obviously. I love this guy's movies. And I, I don't I don't think there's one movie of his I do not like. The only thing I would prefer to do with Tarantino more than make a movie with him, like an actor, is, is write with this guy. I'd love to pass the script back and forth. I, I wonder how long it takes him. Well, it'll take him a while, but I mean, Does if we're together, you'd handle this scene, I'll handle this scene, and you give it to each other, we swap that out. Yeah. That I would like, like. Does he have a notebook? Does he write down ideas like Larry David, who just always wrote down... I, I don't know, but no one... That, like, I've never worked with anyone, even now. Like, I write, I don't work with anyone that does dialogue like I do, like a lot of dialogue. Everyone is mostly action. So the only person I've ever seen in Hollywood that does as much dialogue as I do is him and Kevin Smith. Yeah. They're the only two that and, I know of. And they both appear to be self-taught. Yeah. Self-taught. Same from, with me. From experience. Both worked uh, like in a video store and shit. Yeah. And they self-taught. They're, that's outside the box. Thank I, don't, I, I just write. I just, everything I write, I it's all my words through my head, like how I would see it. And all I show, don't know how to write uh, any other way. I was never taught. But one thing's for sure is it's your voice. Yeah, always. You could tell. Um, and... Um, when he co- he doesn't necessarily copy. I mean, he basically copies, oh, he copies, all, the, he copies. all the movies that he loved. Yeah. He remembers shots, and he's like, "Let yeah. me do what that guy did." It he copies, cool. but he doesn't copy in the sense that look at what I created. He always says, "I got this from there. I got yeah. this from there." And you could see it. Yeah, but they all do that in movies. You have to because the medium evolves. So now we found another way to do a transition that's cleaner, better. Now we found another way to explain it. You know, so you have to use those because they're better methods. I think. Um, Picasso said, all art is stolen. Something like that. Mm. Like, all art has been done already. So even stand-up. 
So forget jokes. Jokes, obviously, you don't steal jokes. But let's say um, a, a rhythm, a rhythm, a style of uh, or the shock stuff, a style of hiding the joke, sitting as opposed to standing on a stool, all that, like these kind of stuff, they get recycled because people are like, oh, I can use this with my art, right? That's the same thing as taking a transition, but you don't copy a movie script, you know, word for word. No. Just like you're not supposed to copy jokes, but mm. you can have people who are like, hmm, this guy is not using a mic for, he's, he's not, he has a mic stand and he never stops. Let me try with the mic stand, keep it in. Let's see what I could do with it. You know, let's see. I think Dice got mad at Sebastian. Maniscalco? Because he, he but I, I don't know if he really got mad at him or he got mad in, Jokingly. in character. But for what? Um, how he, because Sebastian would open for Dice and he literally took his rhythm <laughs> and joke delivery. Maybe. But then he put his own spin on it where he becomes Jimmy Harry. He didn't steal his jokes, yeah. He becomes like a rubber man for a second. He does like those, you know. I actually don't watch a lot of Sebastian because I do Italian comedy and I don't want it to rub off on me. Well, you would have, like, even here, I remember there was a, a point where a lot of people in the scene here would either be trying to mimic, like, Joey Elias or people that they saw. Even even Sugar Sammy, there was people that were just trying to do a shitty crowd, version of Sammy. Crowd work. Crowd work, like, the way he does it to Actually, bully you, you just a bit. mentioned the two greatest crowd work people I know <laughs> is Sugar Sammy and Joey Elias. Well, people here know it, too. So people would always try to mimic, because that's what they know, that's what they see. So they try to mimic that. But uh, it's not a, But they're not stealing their jokes. It was more of like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. Speaking of which, um, I saw Leonard yell yesterday. Mm. Uh, Where? He, at the restaurant. He passed by for a pizza. How's he doing? He's doing great. And um, I asked him about perhaps making a room at, at the Sapori. What did he say? On Mondays, he goes, yeah, I'd love to do it. The guy lives a block away. Oh, yeah. He, he, He'd be great. He's down. I, I, yeah, it'd be perfect. So uh, eventually... Eventually, I'll we'll get, have a place to do comedy. Get a comedy room going there. You should. Any, any. Yes. By the way, speaking of uh, imitating and stuff like that, yeah, music it happens a lot. Like um, it happens a lot often. Yeah. I have been listening to older songs like from the eighties and shit. A lot I of pop. And you see how they, they're copying them now. A lot of eighties mm-hmm. pop songs. I'm like, I've heard this before, and I've heard it from a modern day artist. Well, sometimes they sample they it. Sample the sound. Well, they'll sample. Other times they steal it, and they wait to see if anybody's gonna notice. And and uh, one producer has done something very genius. Eight oh eight mellow for Pop Smoke's Dior song has taken a snare from a classical snong song. Snong. Mm. <laughs> a classical schlong. <laughs> a classical song, and he basically reversed it and made it creepy, like kind of like uh, the 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 snare. So he took. Bits from a classical song, cut it up, reversed it. He made the the, the flow okay. of the song. What is the song? Uh, okay, crazy shit like this nowadays. It's speaking of cool. you want to hear something cool. You know, eyes wide shut. Yeah, you know that song that that melody that uh, that haunting one where they're when yeah. they go, yeah. Yeah. you yeah, know yeah. what that is? That is a uh, Orthodox chant in reverse. Yeah, it's an Orthodox chant. I oh. believe it's in Romanian. Uh, reversed. That's all it is. It's the actual. You could get the actual chant straight up on YouTube. Yeah. It's just that reversed. But even straight up, it kind of sounds creepy. But that's what is reversed. You know, a lot of people genius. don't know that uh, Stanley Kubrick was from the Bronx. I didn't know that. See, didn't you think he was British? I thought something? he was British. The cocksucker. Yeah, he was from the Bronx. He lived in Britain. I didn't know that. Yeah, and he was uh, notoriously shy and a very very normal person. You know a lot about him. Not that much more than what I just. You said. think they offed him? Well, I think uh, I don't think they did, but okay. but it, the um, 
that whole um, you know Illuminati. Uh, he got a little too close. I don't know if it's Illuminati. Like or, uh, I think Masons. The, yeah, I think the uh, the conspiracy is that it was the Masons Illuminati. If someone got to him, it might have just been the Hollywood people around him that didn't like what he did. But I don't. Yeah, I guess if you maybe they're the Illuminati. I just uh, read about. Um, I watched something on Don Simpson. Do you know who he is? No. Okay, uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, the big producer. Yeah. Before the movie The Rock. It was always Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer. They produced Top Gun, Beverly Hills Cop. He was, uh, it was an interesting, um, he was a, the guy who invented the big blockbuster movie with the, he took, okay, he made the movie Flashdance. Oh, yeah. The musical montage, at, because movies were, uh, ver, music videos were very popular. So he just basically took the, the way music videos look and made them into movies. That's why Bruckheimer gets made fun of these big movies with these... These montages in the movie. It's all just music videos. And Don Simpson died of an old... Everybody needs a montage. He died uh, in 1996, Don Simpson. Oh, shit. He had a pharmacy in his house of drugs. Yeah. That he needed to survive or to party? He sex and plastic surgery and he he had... Oh, he looked like a lizard probably. ...ass injections and he was was Jerry Bruckheimer's partner. What was he injecting in his ass apart from Cox? No, like... um, he, oh, it's not related to the sex Kim, addiction. Kim Kardashian ass. Oh, it's because you said sex addiction and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then ass. Yeah, and he, was, he was really messed up and he ended up dying. But he, like, in, in, on YouTube, they have a documentary on him. And, how, like, Michael Eisner, he impressed the shit out of Michael Eisner when he was head of Paramount. And in his first week in Hollywood, he hired him. Yeah. He drove from Alaska, where he was from, to Hollywood. Just to try to get a job. Yeah, and then he became who he became. Big uh, Top Gun, you know. I, I this. But he was top, a producer. Yeah, this next Top Gun. So what did he do that was by Don Simpson? But what did he do that was so? Flashdance. No, no. Were, but uh, what did he gun? do as a producer? So did he write anything? He did was, he come up he with? He was like, the first hands-on producer where he would be as important as the director. Not like the director. Okay, leave me alone. Let me. Oh, he would actually have good every ideas. Every fucking page. Every page really? has to be like this, has to be like that. She has to be driving that car, not that car. Give me this music. Yeah. And he was right. And he was right. Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer. Jerry Bruckheimer will probably talk, like his success today, he'll probably point to Don Simpson. Tell me about Ridley Scott and Tony Scott. Tony Scott jumped off the uh, fucking uh, Golden Gate Bridge. Tony Scott is dead. He killed himself. That's news to me. Did you not know that? No. Yeah, he committed suicide. I told you, I avoid, I don't know anything about the personal, unless it's on the news. Tony or like Scott, I, uh, I don't know anything about the gossip. I just, Tony Scott discovered uh, Tony Soprano. Get the fuck out of here. Well, he he made him beat up, uh, what's her name in that movie? True Romance. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, he, yeah it's true, yeah. He, who do you think hired him? And it wasn't until the casting director for Soprano saw that scene that said, James, come and audition for... You're good at breaking these broads. Come and audition for... The but then she of, killed him, so she wins. Anthony LaPaglia was first hired to play Tony Soprano. Really? You know, the Australian guy that does a good fucking New York accent. Wait, hold on a second. So Tony Scott jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. Why? Only he knows. Okay, so everything was going well in his life. Yeah. Probably had cancer or something and didn't want to want experience the pain. Killed himself. Well, isn't Ridley, that painful? Ridley Scott's brother. Yeah. Who directed Gladiator with our friend Russell Crowe. And w- what happened to Ridley Scott? He directed Hannibal with uh, Julianne Moore. I mean, now, like, what is he doing? I don't know. Isn't he have, um... no, who's married to that hot uh, old lady? That's Taylor Hackford, to, uh, the girl who played the queen. Uh, this is your best, by the way. This is your new element. That's yeah, why I, I asked know. you about uh, Hollywood. Ridley Scott, probably, what, did he make another Aliens movie or something? Probably. 
The last when I think of Ridley Scott, I think of Aliens. Yeah, what's the one? Um, didn't he didn't he make one with um, Magneto? Oh yeah, Magneto was in the the last two, I think. Yeah, he probably did that one. Yeah. That, was a, that guy's a nice guy. I met that guy. I went to karaoke with oh, that really? guy. Michael Fassbender. Nice guy? Yeah, he was a very nice guy. My, I, I, he wanted a joint, and my friend, I was the only guy that had weeds. I, call, I went, went to Pang Pang Karaoke downtown, dropped off weed, and smoked it with him. He was all right. Ah, he's, cool. He's my age. Yeah, he's a... Uh, he's a nice guy. I can't say a bad thing about him. So what happens with these movies that they... You, like, basically, I, I noticed that a lot of the rights... Like, let's for the Batman stuff we were talking about before, right? The rights sometimes are split. So the reason why a movie's not made is because someone refuses to share the rights. So he goes, you know what? I, if I don't make it, I don't want anyone to make it. Yeah, is that what happened with Sony and Spider-Man for yeah, years? Yeah, yeah, you remember that for years. For years, there you could only have Spider-Man alone. There was no Wolverine with Spider-Man, and now I think Because they had bought it, yeah. And, and then now Marvel, the deal they made with him was, you'll get a portion of the box office. But you let us make the movie. We'll pay you to rent it from you, and we'll pay you a percentage wow. of the box office. Wow! So now a production company for Spider-Man, let's say Sony, uh, didn't put invest anything in a movie, but just renting out the license, they're making money. Wow! That's a good production. That's great. Yeah. But um, yeah, what I was gonna ask you is that where does because you see directors they buy a lot of rights. How how uh, common is that? That a director's like, you know what? I'm gonna buy the rights. It's normally used to be production companies back in the day. I know that Kevin Smith still hasn't made one dollar from the movie Clerks. The first one, right? So I don't know how that works. I wish I did. Yeah, he, it's the Weinstein's that have that. Yeah. You know, he. I think he gave back money after the Weinstein shit. I don't know about that. Yeah, he was. Uh, uh, he donated money that he made from anything to do with Weinstein to like uh, battered women or something like. Oh, really? Kevin Smith's a good guy. He's not, I never said he was a bad guy. I like Kevin Smith. Um, I like Kevin Smith, but I'm just surprised that he's never... So I guess he did like a... Um, he should be a guest on this podcast. He'd probably say yes. Well, when he's in Montreal, I'll ask him. Yeah. He, or if he I'm, comes to that... Uh, if I'm in LA. What do you call it? Comic-Con? Not comic He did, but the other Fantasia. one. That's it. Yeah. He comes to that a lot. Yeah, if he's ever here now, uh, post-pandemic, for sure, I'm going to reach out. But the what I was going to tell you now was for Kevin Smith... I think maybe he did like a was it who was the carpenter that did uh, no it was James Cameron that did the first Terminator. He got paid a dollar. Yeah, he got paid one dollar for that movie. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, James Cameron, they, he knows what he's doing. But he did it, and what did he say? I'll do it for a dollar. However, you guarantee me a sequel, and then you pay me full what you think is worth at the time. This a, one's gonna kick a lot ass. of people, a lot of first time writers I've I've come across they guard their script like. Um, Citizen Kane, yeah, and they never want to bend, and so producers will be like, "Okay, go ahead, make the movie on your own. You don't want you don't want us involved. See you later." Yeah, you're saying no, 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 no. Bye. Yeah, they they no patience for that. Yeah, I've heard that for your first stuff when you're starting out, you can't be too invested in it. You have to be willing to collaborate. Yeah, and it's going to open all kinds of doors for you. That's what Kevin Smith did at Sundance in 1994, or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, he risked yeah. everything though. He he maxed out all his credit cards mm -hmm. to make Clerks. Yeah. Still a good movie. Watch Clerks. I made him watch it. Um, I was going to say something. I forgot. Was it about uh, Terminator? Made in America means made in jail. Um, yeah, about that. That's uh, fucked up. Yeah, How no, is that legal? Though? I don't know. It was something about uh, the movie. Or Wait, are you? do you force them or do they volunteer to make shit? I guess they volunteer to, you know. Probably get a dollar an hour. Uh, I <laughs> no, think maybe a nickel uh, an hour. Poss uh, possibility at reduced sentences, I think. Let me Google this real quick. Yeah. So you're working for your freedom. Mm. 
I guess that's something. Everybody's working for their freedom. Depends on what oh, you do. Oh, this is what I was saying. He was talking about sampled songs. I th- was the first sampled song like P Diddy, Puff Daddy, then um, doing um, Led Zeppelin. No. Or Every Breath You Take. No, 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 no. no. But like it was before. The, I know there was sampling before, but I mean like. But I remember that this movement. That was for Biggie. Yeah, I'll be missing you. That was. But even a, every breath you take, the lyrics are fucking rapey. I think it's about smoking. What? I think it's about rape. Every breath you take, I'll be watching you. Yeah, Poseidon, yeah. bring, no, out, bring out those lyrics. It's about a guy stalking. Uh, what's song? It is about a guy stalking, every right? Every breath you take. From whom? Sting. Sting the wrestler. <laughs> um, he, he said this last time, and I'm going to correct him again. He keeps saying from whomst. Yeah. It's actually from whom. Yeah. From who? No, no, no. I know. But you I love saying okay, Holmes. So like but it's, it's your thing. I like, it's, yeah, it's yeah, your yeah. thing. His thing is Holmes. Besides every breath you take? I heard it was about smoking. Is that true? Okay. Poseidon, read us the lyrics and tell oh, me. Uh, by Re- the police. Yeah, yes, by the police. in the police. Read us the, the lyrics. Every breath you take. Uh, oh, hold on. You know what? Let me put it up for everybody else at the same time. No, you don't have to. Just put oh, it up okay, for us. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, just put it up for you. Okay. Every breath you take, every move you make. Every bond you break, every step you take, I'll be watching you. Every single day, every word you say, every game you play, every night you stay, I'll be watching you. Oh, can't you see? You belong to me, how my poor heart aches with every step you take. Every move you make, every vow you break, every smile you fake, every claim you stake, I'll be watching you. Okay. You're telling me that's not raping. Now, just say, what is it about? Type in, what is it about? Uh, Hold on. What is every breath you take about? And if it's not stalking, uh, people are lying. You want to see a very good version of this song, you type in Sting, Every Breath You Take, Italy. He's in a backyard in Tuscany. Just singing? I just, with a, just a guitar. The guy has not aged a minute because he does yoga or whatever he does. He stalks people and steals their life force. Ah, and uh, he sounds exactly the same as he did 20 years ago. I don't yeah, know, he's not really. years ago. But Poseidon, what the fuck? It's about jealousy and surveillance and ownership. Uh, That's it. I'm not wrong. Okay, so it's, uh, it was an urban... Uh, How the fuck could that be about smoking, by the way? I heard it was about smoking. Hold on. That's maybe a very simple person thought that it was about smoking. He's like, every breath you take, breath. Uh, he he wrote this when he was suffering from a mental breakdown. Oh, you think? Amid the disintegration of his first marriage. That's creepy. Imagine uh, your ex-wife hears that. Every I breath met, you take. I was at the Cannes Film Festival, and I actually met Sting's daughter. Shahab? Yeah, he beautiful, gr- except she has Sting's face. That's weird. Uh, yeah, uh, he, he admits that uh, the whole point of the song was to be creepy and shit. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's, You're his, welcome. it's his most famous song. Voyeur. He yes. when he, when he, that's clearly so a Voyeur creepy. song. But he'll... Um, he should sing it in my, um, in my British voice. Every breath you take. Yanis <laughs> uh, Papas. I'll be watching you. Yanis <laughs> Papas does a bit on that. On what? How music, uh, all these British guys are talk like blokes and then they sing like Americans. Oh, that, yeah, everyone's talked about that yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that proves that they're the ones with the accent. Yeah, he said us. American is a superior yeah. uh, accent. So you sing like us, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Giannis Papas, very funny. New York. Yeah. Is he New York or Chicago or New York? New Yorker. New York. Papas, yeah. I think from Queens. Queens. Um, what, dude, you look so fucking intense right now. What's the name now? of the movie oh, I'm supposed I'm to watch tonight? I'm trying to read about the uh, Windy City Heat. Ah. Windy City Heat. We'll just give him a link later. Does it have dude. anything to do with Chicago? No. Yeah, it's about it's in Chicago. Great ones are all from Chicago. Chicago's a funny city. 
Funny, like, funny how? Funny how, like, I'm a clown, like, I amuse you. <laughs> uh, well, no, I watched this. Hannibal uh, Burris from Chicago. Maniscalco's Chicago. So many funny Tina Fey, I think, was Chicago, too. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd, Chicago? I thought Dan Aykroyd was Canadian. No, I'm sorry. The other guy. Uh, the guy who directed him there. The guy who made Home Alone. Like Christopher Se- Columbus? Second City. No, the um, John Hughes. Oh. Uh. But Chris oh Columbus, yeah, John Hughes is a fucking Chris, Illinois, Chris Columbus Illinois is, uh, boy. is um, uh, the director of Home Alone, you're right. Uh, John Hughes was apparently, he would, you know how people say I write fast, like scripts? Apparently he would make me look like a bitch. Like in a week? <laughs> he, uh, I think in a weekend... He had Home Alone, and I forgot which other movie done. How does he do that? How do you do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so this is the thing. You know when How you feel... How do you feel divide your time? Or is it like... Okay, you know when you feel good about yourself? Yeah. So one of the things I felt I good about... I the last time I felt good about So I, I feel good when I when I finish a script for someone, and it's like well done, and it's quick. And I used to take pride in the speed, because that's what they would say. They go, oh, this guy, he writes fast. And I remember I had finished something, and I was watching the Home Alone documentary, and that, that part came up. And bro, I felt so shitty. <laughs> I was like, you know, you think you're amazing. It's like wow. it's like thinking you're the best playing in the street, you know, basketball. And then fucking Michael Jordan comes and destroys you. You can't get a point. That's how I felt. I saw it. I was like, yeah, I'm not fast. That's I started <laughs> I started a script in December and then I stopped. Well, it, yeah, if you stop, it's different. But I, if I plow through, I've done some, some magical stuff. But it's just this guy had it in him. This guy, he knew beginning, middle, end. Now Bef- you... When you feel like writing, you go write, or do you set aside time to go write? It depends. If if I'm being paid to write, I set aside time. If it's for me, it's when I feel like it. Sometimes it's for me, but I have a deadline for myself. We have to film something, so then I'll go crazy and write. Uh, I work better. I work better when I force myself to write, because if not, I'm going to find a reason not to. I do 101 things, right? Podcasts, yeah. isn't that? So yeah. if I don't set aside time, go this one you're writing. I'm like, well, okay, I'll just edit. Okay, I'll do this now. I'll do this now. I'll when do, this do you now. find time to play with your dog and watch TV? I, I do everything. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a Renaissance man, sir. I, I find time for everything. I balance it out. I work a lot at night um, when everyone's sleeping. I'll write a lot. Um, so I don't, you'll write till like two a.m. Yeah, sometimes later if it's necessary, but I'll write till I'll wake up around eight, take a shower, take care of the dog, do stuff, go run errands, come do a podcast. You know. Well. I feel shitty about myself. Why? Because <laughs> uh, uh, I think the highlight of my day was putting the clothes from the floor to the hamper. Okay, that's insane. No, no, you got to <laughs> do stuff. In like, well, also, I'm, I'm, uh, I have a mental problem where, and I don't. You, well, we both have mental problems, but no joke. You know what scares the shit out of me? Uh, not being productive. Let's say a day off, like a real full day off. Yeah, that's it, bro. The guilt. I think I'm gonna lose everything if I don't do something. I lost everything. Do you know what I mean? No, I totally get like, it. Like I feel like, oh my god, I'm not doing anything. What am I a fucking bum? Like I gotta do no, something. No, that's it. You set your you set your your standards high and you live up to them. I try. By the way, I think some of that mentality has brushed off onto me. By the way, because I yell at him. Because you know what happens sometimes. This is no joke. I, it's happened many times. I've I wake up in the morning. I'll go jog. I'll write a script. I'll send a script in. I'll like you know I'm doing all my stuff. I'll edit a podcast. I'll set my week up for the Patreon, like stuff that's gonna come on for the patrons that week. I'll do all that stuff, right? Now we're at 11 a.m., maybe one p.m. in the afternoon, and I'm like, fuck, I haven't. Let me call Poseidon. Let me see what he's up to. So I call Poseidon, like, bro, he's like, yeah, bro, what's up? <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, no, bro, I'm getting up. Why? What, what happened? 
Like, what do you mean we're, we're fucking? The days have gone. We're, he's like, no, bro, I'm, it's okay. What's your problem? Like, I'm like, what have you done? Oh. And he hasn't done dick. He's waking up at, he's waking up when I've done so you know much. What? So I, then I'll go to, crazy. To but I fair, think I've harassed him so much that he's changed. Not just that. To be fair, also, this used to be, this was at the, the beginning of uh, the pandemic. This was when I had a completely abnormal sleep cycle. I would go to bed at four or five in the morning because of my old job. You remember For this? For the record, though, even before that job, it would he would wake up late. In my formative years. Oh, yeah, I, you would I, sleep I, in I, a lot. Yeah, I was known to wake up And then you two. would always come up with the same excuse. You would tell me, bro, it's the way I am. And I go, it's not the way... Anybody could change. Like, no, bro, I can't. It's the way I am. And I will tell you, no, no, you just have to... Well, no, because when I did get Uber, up, put I'd, your alarm. I'd wake up at 4 a.m. when I did Uber. How long did you do Uber for? Circadian a rhythm. couple of months. Exactly. That was just a month, a few months cycle when you needed to work at that time. But yeah, your lifestyle, fine. you would never, dude, you were talking about, you always sleep in. That oh. was your big thing all the time. His big My thing was sleep sleeping cycle in. Has changed this is up till months. recently. I remember calling him and it was fucking 11 or 1 or whatever. And he's like, I'm sleeping. I oh, slept some in days today. Have off. Yeah, and then and I woke up at 10. That was me sleeping in. That's not bad. And you, anyways, you don't have to do what I do, Poseidon. I'm just saying. Oh, no, no, I know. But like. But normally at 8.30. But what I'm trying to say is that 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 uh, that it's um, rubbing off on me the the not working. Sometimes like on a Thursday we're not doing anything, bro, and I'll go crazy and like I gotta do something. Yeah, because you feel useless. You yeah. feel like uh, you're dropping the ball. You're like, how yeah. how do I have this much? Let time? it be known that uh, my day off is Mondays, and uh, it is a Monday today. You're working today. Yeah. You're just working I'm, late. I'm working. Late. Hey, no, but besides no, the I, reason why I told I him that errands. is because there was sometimes those errors. So this is when I noticed that his. His stuff was fucked up that he would sleep in when he shouldn't is because he would have, air, you know, day errands. Let's see if to go to the bank or something. Right? That's what I did. You got to get that shit yeah, done I'd early. I miss them sometimes. So he would this. miss those errands and then he would try to pack them up in the same day. It wouldn't work. He'd spend three hours waiting at the, because he'd go later. And then that's when I try to teach him like, bro, if you can do all that you just did this week, you can do it all in one day, one morning. You could do all those things in one morning and then you have the rest of the week so you could do shit. And that's what, same thing when I go to the, like he knows for me when I go to the garage, because you know, everything takes forever, a day here, eight o'clock in the morning, I make my appointment, eight or seven, first car in, yeah, done. get out of the way, by, by that afternoon, they're done. You're right. So no. when I go do all the other stuff in the day and then they call me, I could go pick up the car. Like that's how I strategize is get it done in the morning. For, uh, forward thinking. Yeah. I, no, I, I had a productive day. I did uh, banking shit. And yeah. I, you I had, like, you I like when you knock them out one at a time. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, the feeling is great. Um, I really, really, really in a hypomanic state messed up a big part of my life that I'm slowly rebuilding every day, uh, which I uh, regret incredibly. But uh, nothing I can do. Got to move yep. on. Uh, I, I still get anxiety for stupid shit that I fucked up on. But then I realized you can't go back in time. What's amazing on my medication is that if I think of stuff that gives me anxiety, I actually don't feel anxious. That's, I wish I had that power. I... I almost feel the anxiety under the lithium, but I don't feel it. You know what I found out helps? Oh, apparently, psychologically, what you do is if you're nothing bothers me. Hold on, if you're stressed about something, yeah, what you do is uh, you kind of talk to yourself out loud, and you kind of tell yourself to relax. Guido, everything's gonna be fine because you've no longer because uh, it's all relax. the all the all the um, bottled up energy. All the turmoil is internal. So as soon as you speak to yourself outside, like as if you're talking to yourself, I know it yeah. sounds a little bit crazy. Not really. No. You tell yourself, like, let's say if I'm having like- Because I talk to myself inside my, like in my head. Yeah, exactly. But if you talk to yourself outside and you go, you know what? Let's say for me, I go, you know what? Poseidon, you're stressing out about this, but you know what? Don't worry. Everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to fall in place. Every little thing. 
you're gonna, you're go gonna do this, be this, this, right. and that, and you're gonna handle your business, and you're gonna be fine. And apparently, if you do that, it helps you calm down a lot. I'll try it. Yeah. I'm uh, working with a Jamaican guy. Let me tell you, this guy, you want They really are chill people. Jamaicans, yeah. they really are, man. Oh, oh my so you're God. going crazy? He's like. Calm down, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the juice. I'm fine. This guy has already... St- and yeah, yeah. I turn around without even me thinking about it. He already thought it. Oh, I need cherry tomatoes. They're already cut there. Done. You got you to gotta be He's, like him. You got to relax. Well, I'm happy that I have a smiling Jamaican guy in the kitchen instead of an angry Italian chef. I have a happy Jamaican. Everything. You think cool, Italians man. are bad, bro? Wait till you get a Greek chef yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. He used to work for Greeks. Okay, that's where he got he used it from. To work for that's Greeks. where he, that's where the Italian got the rage he's from. He's disciplined. This guy. He's he. He's Who the Jamaican used to work for Greeks? Used to work for Greeks. They let him go. These psychopaths. No, no, they're calling him now, and he's like, no, no, shit. no, because no, he lives nearby, and he's like, no, his kids' daycare is right there. Restaurants here. He's there. It's good. He's good. But yeah, they're already yeah. calling him. No shit. You need Greeks. We need someone to calm us down because we lose our shit quick. This guy's always smiling. What a difference. Yeah, Jamaicans are, they are the stereotype. He's laid back, chill. We're, we're the stereotype too, we're angry. For yeah. no, we're not even really angry. No, but in the you kitchens. You know what I mean, Poseidon? The kitchens. What the fuck? But then yeah. we're, not, we're not actually mad at you. No, but we in, just the, yell. Ju- in yeah. the juice, it's screaming. Yeah, yeah in the, we scream and we yell at each other to get stuff done in and the we kitchen. Swear, we swear at each other, but it's literally not personal. It's so hard to explain that to people. Yeah. Like, you fucking dummy. We go crazy, and then once it's done, you smoke and like... That was crazy, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely so right. True. That's you're what it was. Right. You're absolutely Fucking right. It's just bro. in the moment. Extra I sauce. People used to call my house when I was a kid and be like, why is your mother yelling? I'd be like, she's yelling? Yeah. I didn't realize my mother was yelling. And then that's how we are with each other growing up. We just yeah. fuck with each other hard and then other people see it like, oh my God, yeah. why are you bullying your friend? We're like, that's not bullying. It's, yeah, it's funny because at some point I was driving with uh, my girlfriend when she was here to see me and uh, my mother calls me and I started having a conversation in Greek. And then uh, whatever happens. Poseidon and his mom yell at each other. Nor- uh, their yeah, their yeah, yeah. normal volume is this. Why? What do you mean? Like that's their normal volume. <laughs> that's true. And then and then I hang up, bro. And she goes, she goes, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah. Why? And she goes, what just happened? I heard oh. your mother say malaka malaka fuck 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 a lot. I go, what do you mean nothing happened? She goes, why were you guys talking like that? Oh, this is how we talk on the regular. <laughs> She's <Yeah>. like, what? <laughs> yeah. Sir, that's a problem. In her prime, my mother was a screamer. Now she's older and more calm. But yeah, yeah, when they get, I think my mom's still a screamer. When she just snaps, just goes yeah. going crazy. Like, God damn, calm down. This ain't good for your health. Yeah. All right, Guids. Nice old-fashioned abuse. From People, don't forget to check out Guido and Poseidon on don't the intellectual. We have a solution. Every week. But this week, they will be solving the Middle East crisis. I honestly don't have any clue as to what they're talking about. You're going to find out the same time I find out on The Intellectuals. Welcome everybody to the thoughts of my head. All my confessions are the latest trend. I'll post them on my feet.